Welcome to Stampede No Like Trust. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to the show again. Troy, what's going on in the house? What's happening out there in the real world? What's in your world? My world, I'm just passionate right now about marketing foundations. Ah, the bottom part. That's right. That nobody does. That nobody does and nobody <laughs> sells and nobody helps. And figuring out, what, one, you can figure out your audience, but who are we? Who am yes. I? Why am I here? Where am I going? I don't know. <laughs> Love it. But it's all about it's all about figuring that out. That base to, stuff. Base stuff so that when you're communicating, connecting with possible buyers, they actually like you. I love no it. Like I trust. Love it. Anyway. Mr. Brett, how are you? Mr. Brett in the house. We have another host today. Doing great, Bobby. I, uh, I I'm I'm sitting here just finishing up a project where I've been fortifying my physical foundations uh, at my home. So, uh, you know, re-pouring re cement, doing a lot of uh, uh, refresh work, and it's just finally today we put the cap on, and it's it's a beautiful thing. I, I notice you're sitting in a different spot. It seems like than usual. Well, yeah, we've got uh, we've got a lot craziness. going on in my house. You got today. a lot of yeah, craziness so going on. I, I'm right back on. to the to the uh, magical door that uh, <laughs> sits behind me. Awesome. Well, Steve, welcome to the show. This is our guest, Steve Cesari. Welcome to the show, Steve. Welcome, Steve. How are you doing, sir? Hey, it's all good in the neighborhood. And you know, being of Italian descent, I'm in the cement business too. So if you need any help, just let me know. You know? <laughs> he <laughs> knows <you> Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Ooh, awesome. Well, th seriously, man, th thanks for being on the show. We love it. Uh, looks like you're just all over the place have done many many things can you kind of just let's get to know you a little bit we just want to know yes who is steve i, I want to know uh, steve the chief ignition officer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for his well, company uh, yeah i'll i give you i give you a real quick backstory now, number one i was raised uh in in uh Hall, new york i was one of eight kids uh my dad passed on pretty early but i always knew from an early age i wanted to be in business for myself and when I graduated from college and 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 got fired from my first three jobs, I knew I was going to have to be an entrepreneur because <laughs> nobody else would have me. Unemployable. So, 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 so literally, I, I was in several businesses. I was in retail, sporting goods. Uh, I, I had it at, at one point three or four different businesses I was in. And then my brother uh, called me up and we had been trying to get in business for like uh, almost 10 years. And he says, I got this opportunity. I need $50,000. Uh, and I told him, I said, well, look, I'll come up with the $50,000, but I'm coming with it. I want half the company. So long story short, we started Trillium Health Products. Uh, and, and, and literally for six months in Atlanta, I was uh, uh, working the financial side. My brother was doing the marketing from Seattle and we were fighting with each other on where the business should be. Uh, and so literally, uh, long story short, uh, I, 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 was, I was in a great job. I had four young kids. I lived a mile from business and literally uh, left it and started commuting to Seattle uh, 3,000 miles back and oh, forth every, every week for a year and a half. And literally uh, to get our company off the ground, uh, uh, we marketed a product called uh, the Juice Man Juicer uh, and, and literally in our first six months, we did $900,000 in business. Our first full year, we did $6 million. 
Our second full year, we did 30 million. And our third full year, we were on a $100 million run rate and we ended up selling our company. Uh, again, I always like to tell people, uh, 1992, we were ranked by Inc. Magazine as one of the fastest growing privately held companies in the US. And then the following year, we were ranked by Mad Magazine as one of the fastest shrinking companies in the US. <laughs> and, and literally, that's where I learned most uh, of what I really retained in business uh, was coming down the ladder of success. And, and, and really, what I learned was that, and, and don't get me wrong, I like money, but money is not the most important things in life. Uh, the most important things in life are, 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 are your faith, your family, and your friends. And because those were all the things I had before I went into the business. And when all of the kind of you know public accolades and Inc. Magazine and Fortune Magazine went away and the companies stopped sending their corporate jets to fly us in for marketing presentations, uh, that's what we were left with. So I, I literally just uh, have spent the rest of my life teaching other entrepreneurs and working with them uh, to be the best and achieve the best at home, at work, and in the community. And typically, I work with a select group that I believe is gonna have impact and influence and not just make money, but to make a difference. And I work through the five F model, uh, faith, family, friends, finance, and fitness, times focus equals your fulfillment in life. And what I found is if you leave any one of those Fs out, that 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 men and women just don't live as fulfilled a life as they could. Yeah, that's a and bunch that's of F words. That's a F-words. bunch of F words. Well, I'm I'm writing my new book is called Let's Get F'd Up: The Five F's <laughs> Defining Fulfillment. So uh, <laughs> I love yeah. it. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> wow, that I love it. Thank you for going down the track that you did of learning because there's there's a lot of we we hear coaches and and people that are trying to teach people but they haven't had all of the true success and hard knocks and the and the fall downs mm -hmm. and the get ups and all that stuff we we need to learn from folks like that so thank you for taking that on i assume from your passion that it's your calling you feel like it's it's what you've been put on this planet to do i get from you i mean i could be putting words in your mouth but i think that might be true uh, i i was born to do this uh you know we were talking a little bit before we came on air and just talking about how you know as you're coming up through the ranks personally and professionally, you put on an air of trying to be something or trying to impress people. And, and, and again, I, I, I just figured out after time that I had to be myself because everybody else was taken. And so I just started working on being the best version of myself. And, and as I told you guys, somebody told me a long time ago that uh, God's favorite color is transparent. And, and, and literally my ability to connect with people is because I share the good, the bad, and the ugly of, of my personal and professional life. And it, it just connects with people. And, and I mean, that's what marketing is all about, connecting with people. You know, how do you become authentic? How are you transparent? And, and, and again, all of the intangibles that go along with marketing is, you know, your unique selling proposition, all those things apply uh, to you personally as well. And, and again, I was fortunate to uh, uh, come through a lot of good situations and bad situations. Uh, I've been, again, on the cover of Inc. Magazine, Fortune Magazine, uh, and then I've been at the bottom where I, I just about lost it all. So mm -hmm. uh, you learn a whole lot more coming down the ladder of success. You really find out what's important in life and who your, who your friends are. And, and, and literally, that's what I really try to instill in people and, and, and to really get them to uh, uh, 
understand what their purpose is, uh, why they were put here on earth. And uh, for me, I'll be 68 in May. I know exactly why I'm here, but it probably took it. me 55 years to figure that out. And I'm still working on it day by day, but I feel more comfortable in my skin right now than I ever have at any other time in my life. Does that make sense? Yes. It absolutely I, I, makes I, sense. I love it. It, it. it You don't do no like, and trust. You don't get no like, and trust without that transparency and that realness and that openness. And that's who people do business with. People they know, like, and trust. Yeah, uh, absolutely. One of, the, know, uh, one, of the, one of the biggest curses I think anyone could walk themselves into is they find themselves in a group of people that don't really know them, but only know this fake version of them. They don't like, that person doesn't like the people he's with. And if they knew him, they wouldn't like him either. Yeah. Why would you ever want to do that? Yeah, that's not a good business model. That's not a good business model. <laughs> no, no. I, you know, I, uh, the famous coach Lou Holtz had three great questions that he always used to ask of his prospective players or coaches. Number one, can I trust you? Number two, do you care about me? And number three, are you committed to excellence? And and as you guys know, that's what your show is all about. I, I, our customers, when we meet people, they're either consciously or subconsciously asking themselves that question about us. You know, can I trust this person? Uh, you know, do you care about me? And then, you know, even if you do that, are you really good at what you do? Because if you're not, the first two don't really matter. I mean, they'll get yeah. you in the door. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, again, you have got True. to hone your skills mm -hmm. and be the best version uh, and continue to learn and grow and, and hone your skills so you can continually add value to everybody that you connect with. And, and you know, you said you, you, you heard or felt my passion. And I just tell people, if you're not passionate about what you do, how can you expect anybody else to be? So, yeah, I'm passionate. I'm, I'm passionate about it. Uh, you know, Jay Cordich, the juice man, was 70 years old. And when we saw this guy, all life on this planet emanates from the plant, you know, green of the plant. You can't get this in a store. I mean, his energy level was amazing. It was, and we knew if we put him on TV in front of millions of people, you know, the rest would be history, which it was. We built a hundred million dollar company based on us thinking that he would attract people because of his passion and connect with the audience. So, See? Oh my gosh. It matters. Oh, we, it matters. I love it. We got to spin the wheel. Are you up for the challenge? We're going to we're going to spin, spin the wheel. The wheel. I, don't, I don't have to I don't have to kiss somebody, do I? No. Uh, oh, okay. No, it's all Let's see. Well, we <laughs> don't know. Spin the bottle. Does it spin? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, all right. We are going to spin it. We are in the process and we will see where it stops. Nobody knows. Oh. Oh, okay. 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 You don't like that one? I like, like it. One? Uh, yeah, it could be it could be interesting. It depends on you. So the 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 wheel has spoken and it says most famous person you met and the story around that. Oh gosh. Most famous uh, person you met. Don't know where that why this one came up in the business. It's really section. not a businessy one. Yeah, we need to get well, rid of well, that one. Yeah, Eventually. well, well there, there's a bunch of them, but I'm going to go uh, with George Foreman. Uh, we did all the marketing for the George Foreman Grill. Uh, <sighs> my brother did. And, and literally, uh, I remember sitting in the back of a uh, limo going with George uh, uh, from an event to the airport and basically asking him, George, 
like what, what what are you most passionate about in life and 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 literally you know without hesitation uh he said man i love to eat and hamburgers are my number one thing and i and i mean that's why the grill works so well you know this wasn't was george be, you know, just being paid he loved to eat and then and then again this is the, the gospel truth and then he said and secondly i love sharing uh, the message of Jesus Christ, and 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 the guy, wow. uh, you know, walked his uh, walked his talk, and and it really was just a really really neat individual. And uh, again, I mean, we, you know, we've had the pleasure of meeting so many people along the way. One of my best friends is a a, a former baseball player, Brett Butler. Uh, I don't know if you remember him. He was like um, literally didn't play in high school, uh, walked on in college. Nobody knew who he was. Uh, he got. Uh, he ended up playing at uh, Southeastern Oklahoma State, and then uh, was an All-American at a, this small school. And as a favor to his coach, he was drafted like last in the draft uh, in 1981. Got into the Brave system. Long story short, he spent 17 years in the Major League Baseball, and 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 he's wow. been an inspiration and a mentor on a lot of different levels. He's one of those guys that's my inner circle guy. He knows the good, the bad, the ugly about me. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll be carrying my ashes or my casket out the door when it's all over. And and literally, he's one of those guys, when my mom passed away, I was uh, in Atlanta, I was at the Atlanta airport getting ready to get on the airplane. Uh, and I look over and there's Brett and I'm like, what are you doing here? He goes, I got your back, brother. He wow. didn't say 10 words the whole weekend, but he was there for me. And, and, and again, that's, you know, through crisis, through the good times, the bad times and the ugly times, it's really when you build deep, deep, deep relationships with people, when mm -hmm. you know they're there for, when you know they care about you, when you know you can trust them. And, and literally, you know, we've just been helping each other grow personally and professionally our whole lives. So I love cool it stuff. that you took the wheel, this, this superficial answer, most famous person you met, and you really made it heartfelt and connected, and it's about mm -hmm. relationships. Thank you for that, because that is not what you would normally, I mean, we've, we've had some pretty, we've had other people answer this question, and, and, and it was cool, and we've had Muhammad Ali's and Bill Gates, remember, mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that, but thank you for, for going back to what's important, and it's about the relationship, and, and I think mm -hmm. that is, uh, I think that's who Steve is. I, mm -hmm. I just feel that, that it's all about the relationship. So thank you. I, I, I'd say you took it up a notch, but you really took it in a notch. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, again, uh, I do a lot of speaking and, and, and again, somebody told me a long time ago, people don't remember what you said. They don't remember what you did. They remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and as I'm saying this, yeah, this does. This isn't just about life. This is about marketing. The same principles hold true. Absolutely, people want Absolutely. to connect with authentic products and pitches, yeah. and 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 literally uh, are moved by the emotion. Uh, again, you you guys been doing this long enough. You know, it's not it's not about the features. Features tell, benefits sell, and and yeah. and it's like how can you connect with your audience and present benefits in an emotional manner that grabs people by the heart. And again, I won't sell anything I don't believe in or that I don't use myself. So to me, I got to be passionate about it. Otherwise, I can't deliver it or market it to anybody else. Yep, absolutely. All right, we're going to spin the wheel again. This one's going to be a little cralier. Who knows? This one's got a little more stuff and it's a little, you're going to have to think hard. I don't know. We're, let's see what happens. This is about like. 
Yeah, the, the, well, yeah. Or, yeah. Who knows what this is? Let's see what we get. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. I like that. That's a good one. Okay, this is probably a good one. Okay, these are the words you, you know, there's no rules here. Whatever this does to your head, you just go with it. But uh, the, the, the wheel is saying raising the bar. Raising the bar. So whatever that means to you, whatever comes to you, I, I have a feeling you're going to have an opinion about raising the bar. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, we're not allowed to talk about politics, are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a politics show, usually. usually. <laughs> well, 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 here's the deal. I, I mean, to me, this is, this, is, this is pretty simple. You're either uh, part of the solution or you're part of the problem. There's no middle ground. Yep. Uh, and, and, and I'm all about taking personal responsibility. Uh, again, I, I remember sitting um, in a church probably 35 years ago, and the minister was talking about the things that happen to us in life and, and tragedies and bankruptcies and deaths and, 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 and all of these different things. And then he says, you know, there comes a time in your life where regardless of what's happened to you, uh, personally or professionally, you need to take responsibility for who you are and where you are today. There was probably 1,500, I'm getting goosebumps right now mm. because I remember that day like it was yesterday uh, because I had been through a lot of stuff. I lost my dad when I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, I Two years later, I lost a four-year-old brother who drowned. And then several years later, uh, my younger brother, David, was captain of the baseball team at West Point. And two weeks before we were supposed to go up for graduation, he was killed in an automobile accident. Just so, so 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 to me, it's like I was mad, I was angry, and I had all the reasons in the world uh, to check out, to you know, fall into sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But as I was telling you off the air, regardless of what kind of day you have going on, uh, again, this this is for women too. But uh, I, I started a men's group at our church called Iron Men. And I just talked to them about this the other day. I was in at the, a low point and I didn't want to come in there, but manhood means moving, that we need to raise the bar ourselves and, and help to be part of the solution on a personal and professional level. And so everything I do uh, when I work with people is helping them to raise the bar at home, at work, and in the community. And I have those three things there. And I have home first, because to me, all the success in the world, if you leave a trail of broken relationships at home, isn't worth the outcome. So yep. I'm real, real big on making sure that first and foremost, we've got that in place. And, and forgive me, I'm not being judgmental if anybody's divorced. I've been married for 42 years and trust me, there's been good it's times, work. there's been bad times, <laughs> mm -hmm. and there's been great times, but it's work, it's work and 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 and, and learning and mentoring and other mm -hmm. couples to help uh, support us through the process. So I am all about raising the bar on a personal and professional level uh, and help people do that in my practice that I have mm -hmm. now in Atlanta, Georgia. And I have client I have clients all over the country. Uh, I have one in London. Uh, I, again, part of the reason I was over there was to go visit her. Uh, I also have a daughter and an, a, a child over there, and she's married to an Italian, uh, an Italiano, a uh, little Leonardo, uh, Leonardo Macchiano, and <laughs> and literally he's learning. He's bilingual. He knows English and Italian, so it's 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 really it's really really cool. But yeah, raising the bar, 
uh, again, to me, uh, is is the uh, antithesis of leading a life of 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 of, of the status quo mm-hmm. and waiting for somebody else to help you up. And there's always yeah. going to need be people that need a hand up, uh, but I, I hand out, and I'm always trying to help people by giving them a hand up. And 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 I'm on three nonprofits that do that to try. We have one. I just had a, came from a meeting earlier today. Uh, called Atlanta Connected Communities, where we provide affordable housing, number one. Number two, we meet the felt needs of the people in that community. And we just brought a a couple that used to live in Spain and put them right in the middle of a multifamily housing unit here in Atlanta to help really foster and take action and be the voice to help bring unity back to the community. And 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 that and and, and you know that word unity, we need that more than ever now mm-hmm. with you know with all of the divisions that are happening and mm-hmm. propagated through the media. You know, guys and gals, let's be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Let's not complain about it. Let's create an action plan and actually do something about it. I so, love it, love it, I love it. Same way. Yes. Um the 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 thing that that I'm just kind of reflecting on is if if you if we kind of follow the theme that this is sort of a marketing program, mm-hmm. right? That we're ch- because we want it to be more than just that. But working on these kind of things actually impacts your marketing. Absolutely. Right? I tell people all the time, if it wasn't until I became accountable that my life changed for the good. Mm-hmm. If and when it was everybody else's fault, my life sucked. Mm-hmm. But when it was my fault, I I had the ability to change it. Yep. And I, I think a, that's a, a, amen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. So. And and it's like every Tuesday morning, I I, I speak to a group of 150 men called Iron Men, uh, and it's based off of Proverbs 27:17, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And I always joke. I said we're looking for fat men, men that are faithful, <laughs> avail. Uh, Faithful, available, and teachable, and you know what the <laughs> I love you, it. You know what the t- you know what the toughest part is the A part, the availability. Everybody gets sucked into the vortex and are so busy. Uh, I, and you guys know this. I, I think we're the most connected in the history of the world, and yet we have more isolation than ever. We have more depression than ever, and the suicide rate is the highest it's ever been. And, and, and again, the way you, you overcome that is by going out and connecting with people mano a mano, face to face. And again, I'm so freaking zoomed out, excuse me, I know this works well on podcasts and everything else. <laughs> I, 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 I tell people, if you wanna meet with me, we're gonna meet in person. Yep. And I try yeah. to do that as much as I possibly can. And again, I'm not passing judgment on you guys. That's the only way you could be doing the podcast and reaching all the people that you guys do. Yep. And by the way, thank you for what you do. Uh, and and the program and and the, and the quality and the caliber of, of uh, and integrity of what you guys are doing because really that's what everything is built on is is the trust and care and 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 being committed to excellence. So yeah. thank you for doing what you do. Thank you. And I'd like to go really quickly to your why. I I want to I want to hit why why do you do what you do? I have a feeling you have an opinion about that. <laughs> Uh, well, again, I always tell people, if your why isn't big enough, your what doesn't matter. Uh, you have to have a compelling reason why you must succeed. What's at stake? You know, what, 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 who is going to benefit? Who is going to be blessed by your success? I, I think so. I, I think for part of my life, I was actually afraid of success. 
You know, I, I, I sometimes some people are afraid of failing. Uh, I was afraid that if I was successful, uh, I would have to replicate that time and time again. And I was Entrepreneur of the Year in 1992, mm-hmm. uh, nominated by Inc. Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I, again, I'm just going to go back to uh, uh, my uh, Trillium Health products. My dad died of a heart attack when he was 46 years old. He died in my arms on the way to the hospital. And I remember it like it was yesterday because we got out of the car, uh, brought him into the hospital. They put him on one of those gurneys. They pulled the, hooked him up to the wires. They pulled the curtain. And and literally you heard the machine going beep, 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 beep. Oh, you had to hear the beeps. And 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 I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now. The doctor walked out and he goes, I'm sorry, your dad didn't make it. And I mean, I, I, I feel right now like I did back then. That's such a big gap in my heart. Uh, but a couple of things. Number one, it is something that when you learn to deal with it, no matter what is is in life, a tragedy or a crisis, it becomes an opportunity for you to help other people going through what you went through. Uh, I, you never really get over something like that. You learn to live with it. So, mm-hmm. so here's the deal. When we started the juicing business, my why was very simple. I wanted people to live the healthiest lifestyle possible. Matter of fact, our mission was to uh, equip and encourage people uh, uh, by providing them with quality programs and products to live the healthiest lifestyle possible. Uh, And literally, that's what we did. We would teach people about good health and proper nutrition. And then we supplied them with the juicer. We supplied them with content. We had six full-time nutritionists on, on on our staff that were available for people to talk to. I didn't want anybody to ever feel like I did when I lost my dad. And that was the compelling reason why I've spent a lot good portion of my life on health and nutrition. My wife and I have been married for 42 years. We have a pact. We refuse to let old people move into our bodies. We work out four to five times a week. Again, our bodies don't always co- cooperate, believe me. <laughs> but but again, it's one of those things where you move it or lose it. And you have to raise your game. That's why we have the five Fs, faith, family, friends, finance, and fitness. And, and literally, if you leave any one of those out, you're not going to live as fulfilling of a life as you could yep. if you have a strategic game plan to hit all five of those areas. Yep. Does that make sense? It, absolutely. It absolutely yeah. makes sense. They're on fire. I, I like, I like to, 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 again, frame this a little bit from a business side. Um, when I went a lot of a lot of marketing a lot of business Inc magazine and even others they'll talk a lot about scale and what I've what I see about scale is at the top it's a it's a winner-take-all it's a scarce resource it's a scarce place to be and if, if that's what you're trying to do in your business is just be the top dog you know I'm not interested in you right I think at lower, what is is abundant is you can take whatever your why is, whatever you love and cherish, and you and there is a market for that that you can you can financially be wonderful while you're connecting and helping people. That is, there's no scarcity of that. Yeah. And and so I would encourage everyone to to like Steve to follow your why, and because there you can make a difference. Love it. Okay, with all that said, let's let's get close. I would like um, a gold nugget from you, Steve. We're, this is a marketing uh, podcast, so we would like 
What is a gold nugget marketing tool that you've used in the past that has totally worked for you that maybe uh, a listener or us or anybody out there could learn from you this one gold nugget? And, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in there and define that a little bit more clearly for Steve because he's been throwing out some cold nuggets throughout <laughs> this whole podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm writing stuff down. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, so, so in this case, uh, Steve, I just want to clarify what, what, uh, what we want from you um, because a lot of these gold nuggets have been uh, around the, the thought and, and approach to marketing. What I what I'd like to know is is more gold nugget around uh, mechanics of marketing. What what have you actually done that has been successful? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like uh, it. thanks, Brett. Yeah, well, uh, other than three and a half billion dollars direct to consumers, uh, I haven't done a whole lot. Well, no, my uh, and again, I'm going to give kudos to my brother. My brother is just a marketing guru. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to share my nugget through a story. And, and again, mm-hmm. it, this one happens to involve George Foreman. When uh, it did the George Foreman Grill, the company that was uh, doing the George Foreman Grill uh, was Salt and Maxim Housewares. And they had bought us in 1994. Uh, and, and basically, I knew when a company that understood retail and had great manufacturing contacts uh, abroad uh, that and a distribution uh, network that, that that they could really scale our business, which they did. Uh, in about six and a half years, they grew from 150 million to uh, over a billion dollar business. Um, and 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 so <laughs> they brought uh, my brother and I in to do the George Foreman Grill. Uh, we do an infomercial. George Foreman again. You're sitting there in a the room. You guys would probably do the same thing. We take George Foreman, put him in a boxing ring put on his heavyweight uh, robe and his belt and his gloves. And it's like, okay, knock out the fat, spent a half a million dollars over the first three or four months and just nothing, uh, you know, crickets, no, no sales. So, uh, you know, we go back, we go back and we say, okay, what are we missing? Uh, let's go check the demographics. Who's looking and listening to all these presentations. And literally what we found out was that 82.5% of the people listening were women. Mm-hmm. So we took George, we took him out of the ring, we put him in the kitchen, we took off his heavyweight belt and robe, we put him in an apron, and we put him next to a female co-host named Sherry Kelbaum, who was a nutritionist in our company. And lo and behold, uh, three months later, this thing was kicking out at a million, two, two million dollars a month. Uh, and, and, and again, the rest is history. And, 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 and the short and long of it is, number one, who's your target audience? Mm-hmm. And, num- and number two, what, what, what is the message that resonates with them? And, and you and I might think we know what that answer is sitting in a room thousands of miles away from our end users, but the only way you find that out is real world, test and analyze, test and analyze. Yep. Um, and, 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 and again, to me, it's no different today than it was 20 years ago. It's the exact same scenario. Who's your wow. target audience? Once you define them and find them, then you can start doing your Google and Facebook ads at 50 or $100. Uh, and once you understand the secret sauce, I've got a company right now. I don't know if you can see this little wristband that I'm wearing. It says yeah. HWLF. Yeah. I met them two and a half years ago. 
Uh, they were they were sold they sold like three or four thousand dollars out of their the basement of their garage and and came in and long story short helped them strategically think through this uh uh got their pricing in place this little thing cost 30 cents they were selling it for a dollar 99 i said why a dollar 99 they said we don't know i said put it out there at 399 uh they didn't lose one sale the next month gained them an extra twenty five thousand dollars of cash flow uh, help them uh, again develop a strategic plan and grow it to where last uh, last November they did five hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, in December of last year they did seven hundred thousand. They did five mil in revenue last year, and on a track to do ten mil this year. Not just By, selling those wristbands, is it? Well, they, they, more they, things. They, well, well, again, this is how it started. But uh-huh. then that's what you do. You take one product you create connectivity, then you do product line extension, but it all starts with who's your target audience. And then once you understand who they are, how do you replicate it and how do you find them? And then how do you continue to breathe life into your product line and stay fresh and relevant with your messaging and your presentation and the products that you're selling to? I I think we could talk all day. I have a feeling you could, really hone us on this marketing thing but we we don't have a lot of time uh we do like to go around the room and kind of uh get what we got from the from the show uh troy do you want to start are you up for starting yeah absolutely um so again thank you uh, because it's this is exactly our bread and butter the thing that we eat sleep drink be um i liked the analogy of george because so so uh, you, so you listen right think about the word that our business we're trying to connect mm-hmm. connection is like the secret to all, everything if the better connections we have in this world everything is better our, we're happier healthier so connecting well here was george george is their brand but when they listened they didn't get rid of their brand they adapted how they presented their brand yeah. This is how our branding changes when we when we have good data, when we're creating conversations and listening to the feedback. That's what we can do. We, it doesn't mean we have to change who we are. We just change our brand so that it. so that our audience is is able to understand and connect with us better. Love it, so, love it, love it. Sweet. Hey, Brett. What about what did Brett get from this whole show? Well, you know, just just to just to pick one. <laughs> yeah, there was a few nuggets in there. There were a few nuggets in there. Um, I, I I just I love that uh, the phrase God's favorite color is transparent. Yeah. Um, because you know when I, when I heard that I, I just thought you know what yeah um, he sees through everything, right? He he doesn't he doesn't just see what we put on the facade. He sees through everything, and when when we are living so that everyone can see through everything then uh, then that's that's when we're living our, our best and most fulfilled life and uh, and so it just comes back to uh, you know that the, the five F's faith family friends finance and fitness mm-hmm. times focus equals fulfillment see I, I got that uh, I got that problem down I I was a math major in, co- in college so I, I, I like um, I, I like equations Formulas. that they make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Thanks, Brett. So for me, 
I'm going to go really, really simple here because I think when we're talking about marketing, we're talking about everything, what I've kind of gotten from from Steve is uh, care about the people. Yeah. Care about the people. Yeah. Actually care about them. And magic happens. I think, you know, we've talked about that over and over again. To know, like, and trust, I don't trust somebody that I know doesn't like me or doesn't want to have anything to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and when it's more about the relationship than it is about the money you're going to put in my pocket, I want to do business with you. And I think that that's kind of the message I got a lot from Steve is that you care about the people. Yeah. So, Steve, any last words? You've heard us. What What is your your last word? That's uh, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. People, What's your last word? People, 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 people. Bring always, us home. Yeah. People always ask me, "What's the difference between uh, people that do uh, and, and become successful and people that don't?" And 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 I actually say this in my book, Clarity. Uh, uh, it's very profound, so I want you guys to really pay attention. Okay. Um, the people that do, do, and the people that don't, don't. Everybody dreams. Everybody thinks about success. Everybody wants uh, uh, the you know, the perfect relationship and 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 the finances. But nothing happens until you take action and get it out of your head and take that first step uh, towards whatever it is you want to do. And 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 the way I like to leave people all the time is. What is it that you want to do on a personal or professional level or at home, at work or in the community? What is one thing that you want to do that would make an impact? What is one thing you want to do that would change your life? What is one thing that you would do that would help you be the best version of yourself? Take the first step today. Is it a phone call? Is it picking up the phone to ask somebody for forgiveness? Is it calling somebody and asking for help as a mentor or or, or through an addiction? Whatever it is, nothing happens until you take action. And so I just would encourage you and your audience to figure out what that one thing is and then go out there and take the very first step. And the very first step is always the hardest. You know, when, when a NASA rocket takes off, it takes 90% of the fuel and they burn about 11,000 pounds per second. But once it breaks free from that gravitational pull, it, it almost like coasts the rest of the way out there. I think it's the same way with breaking a habit mm-hmm. or moving away from a sin or moving away from something, a toxic relationship. Or even uh, success. It, it, or even success. It, 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 you know, to, it, it takes that, that 90% of the fuel to pull away and break that habit that's holding you back from becoming the person that you're striving to become and you know you can do. Uh, and, and, and it's gonna, once you do it though, it's almost like you just start to break free of the earth's gravitational pull and start coasting towards whatever objective you put wow. out there. Yep. I love, that's a great place to end it. Any, uh, where can people find you, Steve? Uh, they can find me, uh, Steve at stevecesari.com uh, is, is uh, or yeah, steve at stevecesari.com is the email, 
or uh, stevecesari.com is my website. Uh, and, and, and look, if it has anybody out there that's listening, if you connect with me, one of my favorite books was uh, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I've got uh, the little digital version of the golden books of rules that I still use 40 years later wow. that are still relevant today. And if you connect with me, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be happy to send you a digital version of the, that little book of golden rules. So uh, it's Bam. great stuff and it will help you to make that first step and help you to be the best and achieve the best at home, at work, and in the community. Awesome. Thank you so much, Steve. Man, this has been a great show. Great. Wow. I love his energy. He's all over the place, but he's focused. Yep. I love it. Thanks, Steve. Bring, I mean, you gave us so much. Brings all of yes, it into. It brings it all together. Uh, we would do good to listen to this podcast over and over again, I think, mm-hmm. to get every little piece of gold nugget that, that Steve gave us. Steve, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you guys brother. for being on the show. And we will see you next time for Stampede. No like trust. <laughs> <laughs>